Hey, Stacey Monroe here. If you're a hairstylist who's been thinking about growing a high ticket price business behind your chair, then have I got a treat for you. <laughs> I'm so excited to do this interview and introduce you to my first guest on the Six Figure Hairstylist Podcast. Her name is Angela Beardsley. Hi, everyone. Yay. <laughs> Angela is an educator and a stylist behind her chair. She's an a extension expert. She's created her own hybrid method, which you can learn about um, what that is all about when she opens her doors to her new online course called The Redefined Method. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. All right. So Angela and I go way back. She worked with us at Stacey Monroe's. That's what year? Right. What year was um, it? I started the summer of 2007. Okay. Yes. So she left the salon to branch out and open up her own salon. Right. Yep. And that was in 2016. Okay. January, I opened my own salon. Yeah. And then during the pandemic, you made some big changes. Oh my gosh. In yes, your yes, life yes. and in your career. Mm -hmm. You sold your salon. You moved to Idaho. Wow. You need to tell us about that. Um, and you travel back and forth to take care of your clients here in California right. to service your amazing extension oh clientele gosh, that you built yes. here. Um, and I'm super excited because when you're in California, I get to work side by side by you and you inspire I me daily. It. I want you to know that you inspire me. You inspire me, me too. You have always inspired me, Stacey. You're the best. Okay. Aww. So Angela, why Thank you, you for having me? You're so welcome. I'm honored. Yay. <laughs> well, I'm so happy that you get to be my first interview on here. And so what, what I want you to do is just kind of just tell us about ourselves. Like, you know, how did you get started in the industry? You know, okay. um, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whatever you want to share. So I got started, actually, I was um, entered into a contest. Um, my dad was a barber, and so he knew, like, a little bit that was going on in the industry, and he um, had me do this contest. It was just to write about myself, my passion. I was um, 16. I think I was 15 when I wrote the um, essay. And I actually, there was uh, two winners per state, and I was one of them in California. Wow. And so my tuition for beauty school was paid for. I was homeschooled, Ooh. so I was able to go full time. Um, so I started right after I turned 16, and then I got my license at 17. And I actually went to high school to finish out my senior year, but I was already a licensed cosmetologist. You did the same thing. I did the same wow. thing. Wow. Yes. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Actually, when I listened to your podcast, I was like, whoa, it was just so cool to hear that it. That is. I, there's things that I learned. Yeah. So. Oh, yay. Yeah. So I just, um, I loved doing hair. That's pretty much what I had wrote in my essay. I was just talking about all the hair that I had done um, throughout the years of being a kid, basically. And I won. That's so, awesome. Um, I loved beauty school so much. I kind of wish that I was older when I went through it because there's so much that I feel like I would remember if I was a little bit older. But, um, you know, you just... I would say that's pretty rare because I don't know anybody who said they love beauty school. Really? Oh, I my gosh. It. I loved it oh, so wow. much. Good for you. I loved hey. it. Yeah. Um, and then I actually was really passionate about haircuts. Yeah. Because um, my dad, being a barber, I loved, he had a whole, like, setup in our garage, like, our, like an old school barber shop in there. Mm -hmm. And um, I would look at, the, like, the drawings of the men's haircuts and, like, the descriptions of them and stuff. And I'd watch him cut hair, and I, I just was fascinated by it. So well, I loved when you cut my hair. I still love when you cut my hair. Oh, yeah. Not everybody can cut. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely 
something, it's, it's a skill, you know, not everybody can cut. Sometimes I yeah. wonder like, cause I don't do, I mean, I definitely do blending cuts, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes I wonder if you, if you don't use it, do you really lose it? Because it's like, you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't think so. I think it's in my blood. No, you, if you had to do haircuts only and you mm-hmm. kind of, if everything stopped, you, you would get, it wouldn't mm-hmm. take you too long to get back into it. And actually I love doing haircuts. It's so fun to yeah. me, but do you remember your not first... Not where the money's at, let me tell you. That's for sure. Yeah. We're, well, we're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. So do you remember your first paycheck, like what you got paid? Oh, my gosh. My first paycheck. Okay, well, I, when I when I got my license, I got into super cuts. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but the reason I did that was because I felt like I really wanted to understand all the, that there was for haircuts, and I really, I did take off with it. Um, I did work there for a little too long, So I would say that eight years into my career is when I actually got into doing hair color, but I assisted a salon owner and she had me mixing for her and she, and I, it, it really helped me so much. I assisted for her for about a year while taking other clients too. Um, and I remember her clients would tell me that I gave the best shampoo. (laughs) Awesome. That matters. People love it. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, I think assisting really helped me, and it strengthened me and gave me the confidence. And and I still like, I still fall back on a lot of the things that I learned. Yeah, as a salon owner, like I'm sure you can agree with this. Like you would never want to hire someone that wasn't trained first, right out of beauty school. You know, because then they're going to struggle. Like as an assistant, like or I mean, like to just start doing hair. Because there are some salons oh, they just yeah. hire them without training them, and you know yeah. that's like a lot of problems. So yeah. You definitely, anyone that sits in that chair wants to make sure, I mean, would, would really prefer it's yeah. a service, you know? Yeah, and they're, yeah. it's surprising how many salons will just hire people right out of school. Yeah, yeah. unless they're going through a program. Yeah. An assisting program would be a good start, I, yeah. I believe. So that first paycheck, do you remember it? Because I remember I mine. remember my, the, the amount that I got, the base pay, I guess, uh-huh. is what you call it, was like 475 Four seventy five, and was that for an one hour. week? Two, was that? Oh, oh an no, hour. what? An oh hour. Oh my gosh, four seventy five yes. an hour. This was in ninety seven. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you just remember that part? And yeah, I didn't I, know oh any. But I didn't even know any different, honestly. <laughs> right. Honestly, I didn't even know the potential that this industry had to offer. Yeah. I had no idea. I just loved what I did, mm-hmm. and I was still young. Yeah. I wasn't even like really needing to make that. To me, I was making good money, you yeah. know? No, you were. You were probably making a lot of in tips. I was making a like lot of Like way more tips. tips than actually. Yeah, I yeah. remember my first check was like $98. It was for a week, oh and I was goodness. so excited. I don't remember what my first. But I do remember <laughs> that I would save my paychecks. I had like maybe like 12 or 15 paychecks Dang. at a time. Oh, like wow. I, I just didn't cash them in because I got cash tips. Yeah, I mean, right. You I didn't need them. the cash. You had that you know? discretionary <laughs> income in your hands, which That's is what right. for years we always thought our cash was our money to spend, yeah. right? We didn't budget. It was like, oh, oh we got cash. Gosh. Yeah, I remember wow, those days. Wow, this is taking us way back, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, now, now do you have like a certain uh, level of income that you like to be at now? Like, um, I don't necessarily look at like that, but I am starting to think about retirement okay. and things that, you know, of yes. that nature oh, yeah. because well, you're way ahead it's of not the game. something that I have thought of. <laughs> it's not something that I really thought about, yeah. but I am married and I do have yeah. um, my husband's income and his retirement and pensions and things like that. So, and in health insurance, but I really wish that I could have 
gotten a lot a lot more financially stable on my own, even uh-huh. like contributing on my own. Okay. And I think that I just didn't. But I also was a mom with five young children. Yes, five kids. That's so a lot. Yes. And you were taking care of them. You were They were 100%. my priority. Yeah. 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 And so having yeah. this business that I'm in was able to be so like, yeah. it was just perfect. It's the best. It really was it's, perfect. And it's I the enjoyed best. coming to work because I only yeah. worked like part-time, like two or three days a week. Yeah. I think, did I want you to work more when you, you first did. started? <laughs> when Angela was oh first working gosh. with us, oh my gosh, I was like, I need you more. I need you more. Yeah. But you had your priorities straight I all the way back then. I had to do it that way. Yeah, no, I was that's just awesome. sliced thin, you I know? love it. I love it. But I was definitely refreshed, <laughs> though. I felt like when I came to work, I loved the atmosphere. It was just so slammed uh, and so fun. You no, know, yeah. And it's, oh right now, I'm, I seriously need to hire someone because I'm turning mm-hmm. people away. Like mm-hmm. crazy. The salon is so busy. And I think it's because we've been open for so long. So um, let's talk a little bit about how you only do extension clients. Right. And you had, what did you do with all of your other clients that you had oh, built up? You know, like, yeah. like, tell me about that. Like, how do you get away with not doing any, any other clients other than extensions? Um, okay. Well, yeah. this is the thing is that when I got into hair extensions, it was because I needed them and I had been, I had went through training of many different methods um, and then I would wear those methods and I was like, I cannot keep destroying my hair. So I chose the clip-in route and I just wasn't a fan. I loved the look of clip-ins and I would color them and things like that, but it was something that I had to put in every day and I just was not a fan of it. Um, and so I dove back into f- like searching for something that was a little bit more sustainable and not as damaging. So, um, and also good quality hair does matter. Yeah. It just matters. It, it can change the whole experience. Yeah. So those two things coupled together, I just had had really bad experiences. So was the clip-in hair is bad? Like that hair um, is not The good. clip-in hair, that part isn't the bad part with clip-in hair it's just that you have to put it in every day and I want to wake up and go just like our lashes just like everything else right Uh we want to wake up and feel beautiful and not have to worry about those little things so I was like I need to find something and I just got on and I was looking you know internet is best these days and I came across a method and I was like okay I need to get on board I believed in it right off the bat from hair, everything that I was hearing about it and them describing everything about it, I was like, okay, this is the solution because I'm, I'm on. And it wasn't something that was common. Like, you had to search and do your homework to find it. It wasn't a common thing. It was, like, oh, wow. right at the beginning. Okay. Literally, there was nobody even in the Bay Area. There was one girl, actually, because I didn't realize that um, Napa is considered the Bay Area. Oh, okay. Um, but... Within my area, yeah, there was, or in our area, there was nobody. And huh. so um, okay. I really had nobody to turn to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I went through the training. I was obsessed. I um, what kind of training? loved it in my hair. It was a course train. Okay. It was a, um, I believe it was a three-week lead up in training. Uh-huh. Um, we had homework that we had to do every day. And then we were in person doing the training as well. So after that three weeks, then we um, were trained. It was a really small group. Um, and the creator and a couple of her assistants taught us. Okay. And um, 
it was pretty intense, um, but I also walked away feeling like a lot of the questions that I asked weren't answered. Okay. Um, I didn't appreciate some of the, the ways that they went about their education. I, I mean, I literally did not appreciate it. That's, okay. There was certain things like that that I just thought, oh my gosh, there's so much that I don't align with. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the method went, I was so excited and I it just clicked and made so much sense for me. And a lot of the method part of it, I was like, oh my gosh, this could change a little bit. I I started tweaking the method almost probably within um, six months of working with it on my clients because there was things that worked for a lot of them, but when it didn't work, it just really didn't work and there wasn't a solution. And the method, um, the company, the brand, whatever, was not very um, accommodating. Okay, so this was the the first your first. This was the first the hand tied. Yes. And did you have extensions put in this these particular ones oh, put in here? Well, I did. I always did my own. Okay. Yeah. I that's that's amazing own. to me. Yeah. You do your own haircuts. I your have own video color. footage. Of hey, we so need to much. talk about that reel you did where you did your own hair, but we can do. talk about that in a minute. Yeah. I'll let you finish. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, anyways, I you know when I was working with different types of hair types. Mm-hmm. And um, things like that. I mean, those types of things weren't discussed in the education. So, you know, I had to learn, okay, this hair type does this, well, you know, does better in this way, this hair type, you know, because it does matter. Yeah. And so, um, and I had to realize, okay, what is the problem? Like, where is the problems coming from? So there was just so much, like, that I had to really dive into and I was experimenting left and right too because once you made these beautiful transformations and then it didn't work for your client you're like oh my gosh what are we going to do next because this was supposed to be the best thing ever so some of these so these these clients I mean I love my clients you know what I mean and I was like no we got to figure something out that works for you so some of them I did I did sew on clips for mm-hmm. them, and I was okay. like, we're going to take a break. We're going to see how yeah. your hair grows back. Because, <laughs> you know, it left some bald spots. It okay. left some pain. It left some – and um, I was just not okay with that. And okay. I was like, this is not sustainable. So that's how you came up with so, your method. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I just – and there was a few methods out also at that time, too, that I had learned of, but they all seemed so similar. And I was just like, okay, that's – leading that's yeah. why I came, I had to come up with something else yeah so and and I, that I think has just expl- like that has just um really um evolved yeah that's just evolved from there because mm-hmm. once I really understood what a good foundation was then I was able to take it to the next level and the next level and the next yeah and know? then once you crush that and you had your yeah. own method going then you were like okay I'm gonna walk away from my color clients and um, I think at that point I was already starting to walk away from, okay. I did an array of, you know, I had my men clients, I had my color. Okay. And so I got rid of anyone that didn't get color. Okay. So that was my so, first step. Okay. That's perfect. Then my next step was yeah. probably about two years later where I let go of all my color clients that okay. did not get extensions. Yeah. Because you needed the time to book your extension clients and you do haircuts absolutely. and colors on those, on those, on your extension. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's a full package. You yeah. know, you yeah. gotta be good at all of it. Did so. you leave your clients to people in the salon? I did. Okay. And also, I mean, I looked for, I mean, I, you know, lived here for so long. So yeah. I was like, I know clients. I mean, I know stylists everywhere. Yeah. So I really tailored the referral to my client and thought, okay, who's going to be good at this? Who's going to have this personality? Who, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just, I love a great, 
like yeah pair you know what I mean mm-hmm. so, yeah so you know who to send them to I sent them to yeah. other salons even yes I know I was doing one of them oh be, when you quit and moved before you came back to the salon, That's right. then I was doing your sweet, sweet oh, lady. Yes. I don't know where she's at now, but um. she found me again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't yeah, yeah, get yeah. her up. Okay, I love yeah. her too so much. So I haven't seen her. Is she coming in? Yeah. Still? She, okay. Yeah, I see right. her in a couple of days. Okay, good, good, mm-hmm. good, good. So I know when you're here, you're working like a dog for about two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, but when you're in Idaho, how's that going? Like, do you work full time? Um, like in Idaho, it was a it wasn't too long to grow my clients. Oh, okay. um, I think I well, I lived there for about four months, and I was just traveling here because I was there about two weeks, and then I would be about like I was coming back every month. Yeah, and then that was too at hard. that point, and that was a lot. Yeah, um, but then I was able to, you know, a lot of my clients have moved. Um, I mean, several of them have moved. Lots of people are leaving California. Lots of people daily are leaving. But I mean, I still have a pretty good, actually, I come back longer. So I come back, you know, a bigger time in in between, but I'm here longer now. So when I'm here. So I got them, I was able to get them all on the same schedule. And then with Desiree moving to Montana, I, you know, I'm seeing some of them too. So Desiree's your daughter and you two were side by side. And then, so she moved to, from California to Montana. Right. Well, she went to Idaho with you. Then she went to Montana and left her clients. And so you're, yeah, you have to take care of them as well. Yeah, yours. just any of her extension okay. clients. Extension right? clients, okay. So, yeah, yep, busy girl. You... But while I was in Idaho, so I, I lived there for four months. Uh-huh. Then I started working in a salon. I was already like hashtagging and like, you know, getting my name out there in the yeah. area and had people reaching out to me. But then I'm like, well, I need a salon. So then I started... I'm working there, and then I just started two days a week, um, and I would book my own clients, so it was like, okay, well, um, you know, these two days, and then I allowed myself eventually to have an overflow day, so if I booked those ones, then I would have a third day, Perfect. and that third, I mean, I feel like I grew a clientele pretty fast, however... I do not see more than two clients a day normally. Okay. So new clients coming to me, I give myself a little bit more time because I'm getting to know their color, I'm getting to know their their need, whatever, and um, and so I would book myself like you know. Perfect. Two people a day. I love hours. it. I love it. Yeah. And so you try and make a certain amount a day. I know you got to have a number. Um. Well, it does depend on if it's a maintenance appointment versus a new install, but. Um, I usually, I would say the average ticket is between seven and, I don't know, 22, 25. Okay. I'm yeah. fair. I'm a fair yeah. stylist. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. I, I know it. that I, I know the value of this service. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also quick. I, I've you not, are, you make it look effortless. Like when yeah. I watch you do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like. Even with the hair coloring, because now you have another technique. I saw that you're doing it. You don't have to actually take the whole thing out. You can color it and then move them up, right. which is amazing. So then your clients aren't sitting there as long. Yeah. So I see you do that, but you make it look so easy, you know. So I don't know, Wendy, when your when your course comes out, I'm gonna have to watch it and maybe yes. I'll practice on someone in the yes. salon, you know. Yes. I need to totally learn how to do it. Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. So let's. Uh, so I want to just brag a little bit about this course thing that's coming up. Right. So I want you to okay. tell me. You know, what are you doing? Like, okay. Tell me, where are we okay, at Okay, well, this? let me say why I even created this Okay, course. yeah. Um, it, like, when I first 
created my solution. I call it my solution. Okay. Because it was an issue that I had, uh-huh. and I needed a solution, and <laughs> that's, that's right. how I work. And you that's know, if I you work. had the problem, lots of other people had the problem. Abs- oh, no, so absolutely. So you needed to come up with absolutely. something. Yeah. And I know that people were having a problem and didn't know how to create a solution, too. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, there's, there's different types of stylists. Yeah. Some that need to learn from others, and some that are like, you know what? I need to figure this out. Yeah. And that's really how, that's the way, that's the way I learned. Yeah. But, um, so the reason that I created the course was because, well, back up a minute. I was being asked so often, girls were asking me questions, girls were asking advice. They were, you know, and I was just helping left and right because I love to help people if I can, if I know I help. And so, they were saying, you know, are you going to start teaching this? I mean, this was back in like 2018 even. And I was like, I'm going to eventually. But I just couldn't get my head around how am I going to teach? Like, yeah. it just seemed like such a huge thing to chew. By, you know, like, yeah. chew, whatever. Well, because you're just getting it down I, yourself. So you're like, how do I, what? Well, I did, I did do well. I was having such great success with the clients in my chair mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to teach it because there was it was definitely a, a thing that was dependable yeah that's the thing was I needed something that was dependable that I knew that when I got a new client and they went home it was I crushed it and it was gonna work for them and it was gonna feel amazing in their hair and yeah. there wasn't gonna be like anything like oh my gosh I'm having headaches and yeah. this is heavy and mm-hmm. all the things I just couldn't those phone calls, they they crushed my heart, you know? And so yeah, once and I got could, to the place it, yeah. where I was like, this is working and yeah. everybody is loving it and the feedback is amazing, I knew that I could teach it. Mm-hmm. And my daughter had graduated from beauty school in 2018. The only, you know, methods out there were, cert- you know, certifications and things. Um, and so I didn't really see anything that I believed in enough to say, Desiree, go there and get your education. I was like, you know what? Why do I, why, why can't I certify her in my method? Yeah, right? Nice. So I was like, I'm just going to do that. And when I saw that the way that I educated her, she just took off with it. Yeah. I was like, okay, I am so onto something. And so these stylists that were reaching out and asking if I was going to do classes and things like that, I felt like I left them hanging. I have been so busy with so much on my plate, like yeah. with five children yeah. that are growing up. There's a lot that you're juggling. They, they Plus, I have more, my own salon. They need more mommy when they get older. Absolutely. It's crazy. They yeah. do. And, yeah, and if you're not there, you failed somewhere because they definitely they need They need you. us in the end, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I had my own salon, and then I opened up another location, um, and that was a two-chair suite um, that was an extension bar. I had huh. such, like... You know, I was going to title them together with my education and then have girls come and I would do a mentorship program with them and stuff. Uh But things went south. Like, Hmm. you know what? Honestly, my marriage was like, there was, I had a lot on my plate at the time. It was just too much. There was just a lot going on. So um, shortly after that, then COVID hit even. So Mm. there was just the setbacks that everyone went through, you know? Um, But... Yeah, so the reason that I got this course going was because when I was doing classes, I was like, they need to be more prepared when they come and I'm working with them. I want them to have a lead up to the day of me really like, uh, you know, what is it? Contouring their like knowledge. Like there's so much to understand 
And even beyond that, everyone's going to have clients that they're learning from. But the basics, the fundamentals on, on a vast array of different things that can come your way, I want them to be prepared for that, you know? Yeah. And my method is so customizable <clears throat> for the various types of people sitting in your chair at, with the different needs. Um, but I took my course and I said, okay, the very basic person, the very co most common person sitting in your chair, we're going to go this route. And so I taught all about the basics on that. Mm -hmm. um, and I did give nuggets of different, like, varieties. Um, and then, but then they'll have went through that course. Um, and then when I work with them in person, I can really, like, see, okay, this is what you're doing. Okay, let's, what about if we do it this way? Or this is how okay. I would do it. Or I would recommend it this way. Because yeah. even students, like, Megan was a student of mine. Okay. And, and it's neat because... Like, I walked past her, and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, don't look. And I was like, no, let me just see. And Megan was, is a stylist. Was, For those of you listeners who yes. don't know, Megan is a stylist that works with us at the salon. Yes. Okay. And so, so I was able to, like, <laughs> like give her a little bit of, you know, insight. And she's like, whoa, game changer again. Okay. So, so the little tips. I just love yeah. the little light bulb moments. Yeah. You so know? when you're teaching at a, at a salon, mm -hmm. there's so many other things that are going to come up. So mm -hmm. you felt like you were always leaving people hanging. So now... They take your course and then they get a free live. Yeah, class. well, I would do that as like a total, like a, a. It's gonna be a part of it. A part of it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that makes sense. Or I might have it to where there's two separate, like you know, if you just want the course, then yeah. and you can always down the road say, yeah, hey, I want a little bit more of that. Yeah, but that's something that kind of comes with it if they want to do it. Right. right. For any of my in-person trainings, yeah, the course comes with it. Okay. Yeah. And so it's called the Redefine Method, and so your method, it's called the hybrid. You're calling it the hybrid, or what is it called? The Redefine Method is actually, I just branded my okay. hybrid is basically what I did. Got it. So it is a hybrid. I started out um, with my uh, traditional method that I created, um, and really it was just a, a bunch of tidbits of information that I had, you know, from all the different years of experience of extensions. Mm -hmm. I kind of like... I was having my own light bulb moments come up. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. I was laying in bed one night and I was like, you know what? Oh my gosh, if I did it this way. And so the very next morning I woke up, I think I took my kids to school <laughs> and then I came home and I sewed a row in and it was so amazing. That's awesome. And that's how it was born. Okay. So, um, and when I say it's evolved, yeah. then um, a couple years later, I mean, there was tweaks and stuff that I made to my original method. Yeah. Um, but a couple years later, I had a client that was asking me if I would hide her beads. And I was like, oh. what? Um, okay. And she showed me a photo. And I was like, oh, I could totally do that. I didn't understand. I was like, I don't know why she wants me to hide her beads. Like, uh -huh. it doesn't really matter what it looks like underneath the track. Yeah. But if that's what she wants, that's what she gets. Uh -huh. And so I did it. And it was totally fine it was super comfortable which is my always my priority yeah and um and it lasted and the grow out was great and everything and then I started seeing this it became it was a trend that I didn't even realize was happening and so I was oh. like I need to be showcasing this yes and so but one thing that I I kind of like uh, didn't like so much about it was mm -hmm. it did take a lot more time mm. um for the installation and the reinstallation okay and so I just wasn't a fan of, I like to be quick, not okay. quick as like I'm rushing, but yes. 
I like to be time efficient. I like the way that sounds better okay. for the client and for myself, you know? Yeah. So are and you telling so me that you redefined that I redefined. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Because the time was a factor. Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. So I redefined it. Wow. And, um, literally, it's a favorite. It's a favorite. You so, pretty much do that to like all of your clients. Yes. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're in and out. I love it. Yeah. For a while when I was showcasing, when I say showcasing, I mean like putting it out there on social media, Uh right? Um, I was only showcasing the hidden track, complete hidden track. So there was clients that I was doing that for. Yeah. Um, But I mean, I wasn't like divulging that that wasn't my favorite method. And of course I wasn't showing what I was actually doing on all the others because you know, that was my secret. Yeah. So. Well, now people will be able to get a hold of that. But now, yeah, I mean, I've just said, like, if we don't do my redefine, it's just going to be more expensive. I'll do whatever you want, but time is valuable. No, for sure. Yeah. No, when you did mine, I was really concerned because I have a very tender head. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, telling you, okay, my head hurts, even just with a braid or a ponytail. And so I have to say that when you put my row in, I didn't experience any pain whatsoever. They, they were amazing, and I have an extra sensitive scalp. Oh. So what you do is pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> I Thank loved you it. so much. Yeah, no, you know so what? Nice. I actually do have yeah. a very sensitive scalp, too. Okay, so you and know. so I discovered that because my daughter does you know, my extensions every once in a while, yeah. and I do hers, and she's very tender-headed. Okay. So we both realized yeah. that we both have very sensitive scalps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it matters where you put them. Yeah, and so that's why also when I was doing my own hair extension installation, I learned so much from that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I learned it wasn't not only what I was doing, but what I was doing, how it felt. So, and how it held and how it wore, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I just, yeah, it just comes with a lot more like experience, I feel like. And so when I'm teaching it, it comes with so much um, insight. Yeah, so what you do for somebody is you're you're going to gap all those years that it takes to learn and all oh, that yeah. money that it takes. This course, that course, you take these little nuggets from mm-hmm. here and there. So you get to, to um, lessen that learning curve and the amount of time so that people can get in there and just start working on that multi-six-figure businesses, absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. that's a great service. I'm so glad that you're doing that. So I've been watching you at the salon all week doing your reels. Oh. <laughs> Angela has been batching all oh of gosh. videos at the salon. It's been so fun to watch her because that's something that I need to do more of. And uh, why don't yes. you tell us about, like, you just did you did a reel and it went, how many views did it get? And, oh, like, my how time? gosh. I just looked at it, actually. Okay. 1.6 <laughs> million. What the heck? I can't eat. I'm so... In, like, what? Like, two days? A day? What? Um... I didn't even notice that it was getting any attention um, until like four days ago, Uh and it was at 130,000. Okay. And I was like, dang. Right. And then it just skyrocketed. That's so crazy. Yeah. And this reel was... And it was like, I posted this reel two weeks ago. Okay. So if you are watching like marketing coaches and things like that, you're going to hear them say that... Reels are the number one growth factor right now. Mm-hmm. And it generally will take one to two weeks for a reel to go viral. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So I didn't realize that, but I'm experiencing it. Yes. You're putting out a lot of really good ones. And it's funny too, because, you know, I was just, it was a reel of me doing my own hair. Yeah. And I really didn't, I mean, I just think it's kind of entertaining. Like, yeah. you know, to, I love do, <laughs> watching people do hair, oh my but gosh, to watch somebody too. do their own hair, I that, think is just it's like just a wild. On top. I mean, this is what people search for is like yeah. how to do my own hair. Like, and after I watched that video, I was like, I want you to do mine. I don't want to do my own because I don't, I don't know really how like do doing it. my own either, <laughs> honestly. But I just don't make time to make the appointment, which I need to do. Yeah. The other thing that I kind of worry about when I post things like that is because then non stylists are yeah. going to think that they can do things like that with their hair. But you know what? No, they'll the, do on it. The other, and then they'll then be they back because we have to fix then it. Then we charge them more because, and I put yeah. a, like a little caution in there. I'm like, yeah. oh, if did you're you? doing this at home, oh, okay. you just expect to pay a lot in your color correction. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I'm a, <laughs> That's I'm a licensed stylist yes. with professional products. Right. It makes a big difference. Yeah. So you were just kind of doing it. Well, even if, if, like say somebody was in beauty school and they watched it. Mm-hmm. They would get a lot from it and go, oh, wow, she just did some baby lights around the side. So mm-hmm. I think it was very educational for Yeah, I had for no everyone. idea that that would be so entertaining. Yes. But I'm glad so, it was. Yeah, it was great. I love it. I love all of them. So people can check you out on, uh, you can share your pages when we're finished here, like of where people can find you. But um, do you have any like biggest mistakes throughout your career that you, that you could share with or something mistakes. that you want people um, to help avoid stylists? I feel like I've always been kind of a specialist stylist. Okay. Um, like I specialized in cuts. And I'm sorry, but a good color needs good cut. That's what I always, you know. So when I got into color, um, I still was doing my haircuts. I mean, I guess I could have, man, it would have been nice if I could have really charged a lot of money for my haircuts. I just, you know, sometimes. Yeah. I think yeah, the biggest now thing is so not high. realizing your value. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, also okay. the other thing too would be fear. Like it's okay to have the fear of stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, and reaching for something that you want yes. to do. Yes. And you've been pretty, you've been doing it quite a bit lately. So yeah, yeah that's good advice easy, to tell you. You just do it. You know what? The, if yeah. you do it and get out of your comfort zone, it will, sh- it will show you yourself a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and it changes. I think it changes us when we do that. It does. Like, I didn't do balayages, and then I decided, well, I'm going to teach a class. I don't do them. So I'm like, yeah. well, I'm going to teach a class. And everybody at work looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, well, this is how I'm going to learn. So then I posted. I even sold nine tickets to other salons oh for them to come. It only charged 25 bucks, But that made me learn them. So what I did was I did free balayage for a couple weeks at work, mm-hmm. worked on mannequins until I got it, and I literally taught a class on how to teach it. On yeah, how I, I, I was that. teaching other people for something that I didn't even know how to do, but that's kind of how my brain works too. I need to like submerge yeah. myself in something so that I could understand. Awesome. You know, you're just awesome. I mean, the th- it's scary. Yeah. It's super scary. Everything that both of us are doing and and you listeners are doing too. Like you just got to keep it up. Like it's scary, but that's it's worth right. it. It's worth it because otherwise, you know. If but you do learn so much from yeah. jumping out of your. You comfort have to do zone. it. You just you have, have to. Do it. to. Yeah. And learn along the way. Yep. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. So, okay. Like, okay, so let's but ask like you. If, okay. But if you're asking, like, if there's anything yeah. that I've done that I've never really messed up on hair that I was, like, so cringy, like, feeling about. Yeah. I think, like, um, I think that the extensions part, when I got into that and and it wasn't comfortable for people because I was under the impression this was going to be so 
comfortable and so fabulous yeah when the, when it wasn't what everything that I expected and they expected it to be mm-hmm. that's when it was cringy for me and I was okay. like I can't have this yeah because you're I people people redo they paid all this money and you're like yeah. oh my gosh I have a mess what do I do absolutely yeah so I think like that was it wasn't a fail because I would say you learn from any mistake that you make yeah definitely. um but I think that it caused a lot of fear in me mm-hmm. um, because I, well, I didn't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, there's that. It's yeah, like, okay, that. sign you all these know. waivers, contracts, right. all this kind of stuff because, but I mean, you know. Do you, what do you do? Do that now? No, I don't. No contracts. Nobody no, gets to do I don't. Okay. I just have it like on right. my like policy or whatever. And yeah. I haven't had any issues, but I, I did get scared until I figured out my solution. Mm-hmm. So I would give them a disclaimer. Oh. Every single time we did our consultation, yeah. our virtual consultation, I gave them a disclaimer. Okay. It was in writing. Yeah. Um, and I told them that if it didn't work for them, I had another solution. Um, and, and actually, almost right off the bat, everyone that reached out to me for the other method found me for the other method because I was hashtagging it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would let them know that, you know, if it didn't work for them, it didn't work for everyone. So if it didn't work, I would have um, my fallback method, which everyone was loving and I think every single one of them that I told that to was like, well, can you just do that? Oh. And I was like, well, yeah. Perfect. So I just felt so good okay. when they you left because I knew that they were going to do wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I absolutely love watching you do your thing and your expertise. Yeah. I love it. And I you just have so inspired me. I made so many changes at the salon since you've been back. It's, it's been so, so beautiful. awesome. <laughs> it's such a fun atmosphere. Uh, okay. So let's ask some personal stuff, girl. Okay. So like, okay. So what, let's see, what do I, uh, what are your favorite things that you like to do when you're not at work? Like your pastime? Oh my God. Do you have any favorite things or are you too busy still taking care of all these You know kids? what? I, okay. <laughs> well, my, I'm really in this place of being present at home. Okay. Um, ah. and of course I'm not totally present because there is so much stuff to do behind Wait, is it in front of the chair? It's called in front of the chair, <laughs> not oh, behind the chair. Okay. Um, business. You huh. know, there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of yeah. things that you're doing. And it is fun to do that kind of stuff. So that could be well, what you do for fun on your time off. It's definitely like, work. Yes. I do enjoy what I do, <laughs> but it is work. Yeah. And I want to be present. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I make dinners almost every night. Okay. We get around the table. We, you know, we're doing that. Yeah. Okay. And years fly by fly by so fast that I'm not going to have that long. My daughter's getting married in a couple weeks. Okay. And she, yeah. So it's like, this just happens so quickly. Um, that right now in my life, I'm like, okay, I want to be present. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing, so, but I, I love education, hair education to me is so enjoyable. What is wrong with me? Right. Literally (laughs) like a true entrepreneur because there is really no rest for us because I'm the yeah. same way. Like pe- what do you, people will ask, like, what do I do? And I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I started a podcast. Uh, you know, I'm oh, learning, that's you know, so it's true. like, but we get joy in that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that is and kind of a tough And we just keep place. our eyes open, our ears and our eyes open everywhere oh we go. Everything like, is what just, can I grab yes, onto? You everything's know? an idea. Yeah. Create this, create that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. And so what about like, if you could go on any vacation, Oh my gosh. No, sky's I'm the ready. limit, no money, what, all the money in the world. Where would you go? Like, do you have an epic vacation in, in your head? You know what? I love Hawaii do so you? much. Okay. I love heat and I just love that. Like, it's not overly humid to me there. I don't no, know. No. I, I think it's. I don't think so. Is it just I've, tropical? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love 
Hawaii. I don't think I've ever been there where it's been too humid. No. I love relaxing. Okay. And I love so you like the relaxing. heat. Yeah. And I love just feeling. I, I love. I'm really effortless. Like uh-huh. I, I'm a, I'm a little, little bit like, you know, just casual. And I love uh-huh. just sundresses. Yes. And just walking up and down the beach. And like, I don't know. I know that doesn't probably. Like, so, okay. For so me, that's totally up my. That's alley. it. I love that. You've been to Hawaii before. Yes. So is there anywhere, tro- another tropic place or no? That's your that's your jam. That's where I you want to really go. I really don't have a, I don't really feel very need, like I don't have a need to like travel the okay. world. Yeah. If I was to travel like outside of like, I would probably just travel the U.S. honestly. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of places. there's so here, much Especially right now. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot to do here in the U.S. And yeah. I think, yeah. I'm a, more I'm people a are USA focusing. girl. Yes. You know? I love it. Um, but I do like the tropics, so. Okay. That's so awesome. Yeah. So what advice would you tell your younger self when it comes to, like, mm. your, you know, right now? Like, what would you have any advice for the younger Angela? Well, I think I would have um, tried to make good money a lot sooner. Okay. Because now it's um, like, okay. I just feel like I didn't realize the potential that I held. That I held yeah. And I didn't realize the potential so much of my industry. I mean... I did work in the city. I worked in, um, it's, it's, I guess it's not the city. It was Burlingame. But it mm-hmm. was a yeah. really nice high-end city. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, um, the owners, I mean, this is back in, oh my gosh, 2000, like early 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like my prices were pretty high at the time. Um, definitely, yeah, definitely higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made a good paycheck. But... I wanted to be closer to my children's school and things like that. Yeah. So I did um, I did forfeit a lot of things. I knew that I could have definitely made it in the city in a, like a really high-scale salon. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't want the um, stress of it all mm-hmm. um, because I was a very hands-on mom, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when all of my children, for 17 years, I had a little one at home. 17, 17 years, years straight, okay. wow. I had a little one yeah. at home. That was Five kids. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Huh? So once my youngest was in kindergarten, I was, that's when it really, like, I just had this burst inside of me of, like, okay, I am ready to, like. <laughs> it's Angela's be, time. Yeah, and that is when I got into extensions. Yeah, okay. Too, you yeah. know. So How old were you when you had your first uh, my first Son. child, uh, you mean no, my first she, child? Desiree. Desiree was my she was first. Your, okay, yeah. yeah, I was 19 when yes, I had her. Yes, because she's your only daughter and the rest are boys. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. 19. And then okay. I was 24 and okay. then I, with the twins. And yes. then I was um, 30 and 31 with my younger two boys, which was almost like another set of twins. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, this has been so amazing to learn all of these things. I can't wait mm-hmm. um, for your course to come out. So if somebody wanted to find you and – find out more about your course like where should they go do you want them to reach out to you on instagram like okay. what is your instagram so well my instagram is angela underscore beardsley okay um and that's pretty much my only platform mm-hmm. um my website is actually still being designed okay um i had two renditions of it and i just wasn't it just wasn't the vibe that I was going for. Okay. So, so you're having to redo it. I have put my, yeah. I, love I actually it. took a little bit of a break <laughs> I because love it. I put so much time and energy into it. Yes. And I thought, you know what? What's the rush? No, for sure. Right? Yes. So the website wasn't definitely like my vision. And I 
I kind of want, you know, that's your first impression almost. Yeah, for sure. Not really, but kind of. Yeah. So that's going to be the platform that my um, my course is an embedded to. Okay. So the course is ready to go, and it's totally done and edited, yeah. and it's great, and I'm really excited about it. And we're just waiting on the website. So when I get okay. back to California, I have a meeting. We're going to sit, excuse me, sit down and then, like, discuss it and, yeah. like, you know, really, like, try to dial that in. But I do have twins that are graduating high school. This when year? I get back, they'll be what? graduating two days after I return. Wow. And then my, I'm going to have one graduating elementary school, so I will no longer have an elementary child. Oh, my goodness. And then a wedding. And then a wedding. Absolutely. We have all so of this going on. That's yeah. just been my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then everything just happens as it's supposed to. So yeah. when the course opens up. But they can reach out to you on Instagram, DM you, and just say, hey, keep me posted. Yes, right? please do. Yeah. I mean... Keep Literally, yeah. I believe in my methods so oh, much. Oh, yeah. No, I can vouch for it. I really feel it. like it's, you know, there's a lot, you know what? There are a lot of good methods out there. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you attract your tribe, right? Yeah. You attract. Yes. And, but my method is right up there at the top. Yes, 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 so, yes. And there's, there is plenty of room for, for all kinds of methods and people. Oh, there is. Yeah, I agree I with see that. a lot of good yeah. work out there. Yeah, yeah. It was I hard see to people find using your method, first, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was hard to find in the beginning yeah. because, um, you know, there, it was a new thing. Yeah. It was a really new thing. Um, and hand-tied extensions is more, we're getting kind of out of that. I know okay. that's a really big deal still, okay? Uh-huh. It's, it, it's, like, had its... Um, what do, what do I want to say? How do I say it? It's like day. the, it's like the trend right now. Okay. Let's say it that yeah. way. It's the trend right now for hand tied extensions, okay. but hand tied extensions are not the installation. They are the actual weft that are hand tied okay. into knots that create the weft. Okay. And because the weft of hand tied extensions has its own set of issues, the manufacturers have created a solution. Oh. So there is now a solution to hand-tied wefts. Okay. It is the best, yeah. the best, the best. It is a machine-sewn weft. Okay. And um, it did take me a minute to like really get the hang of it and know that I loved it so much, but uh-huh. I literally, it far surpasses hand-tied. Okay. Um, and it is thinner okay. than hand-tied. Wow. So you could get double the density with and you can cut it too, right? Oh like yeah. The other ones oh, you yeah. can't. You can't cut. I'm now doing only um, the. I use strands of humanity hair, and they came out with the weft, and they call it the strand. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's now the hand tied or the strand. I'm only using the strand. Love and it. my clients are loving That's it, great. saying they can barely feel it on yeah. their head at all. Yeah, and when they, I see them when they come back in two months. And they probably could have gone longer, you know, but they won't see you for another two yeah, months. Yeah, nope. So I, their hair I used is to let them perfect go a little bit longer, intact. but no, they got to be on my. Yeah, they have to be now. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I love them all. Oh, well, I love um, your passion about all of this. It just and shows And I feel through. that eight weeks is actually the safest point. Yeah, so. no, I think it's good. Yeah. That's probably really good. Oh, this was so Yay. fun. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. Oh, and uh, this is so been much fun. for having me, Stacey. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> she brought me a truly, guys. If you could yes. see right now, we're cheers in a big... What, do you, what is this? Ooh, I don't know. It's a 24-ounce truly strawberry lemonade. It, they're pan. still full. <laughs> so good, girl. So good. All right. Cheers. cheers. All right. Until thank the next episode, so reach out to Angela, and we'll see you at the next one.